We are Spry, a group of remote digital marketers who want you to succeed beyond your wildest dreams. Our curiosity drives us to constant learning, and that learning leads to constant teaching. So come along with us on the Spry Space podcast, where we share what we know, learn what we don't, and do it all wherever we want. Welcome to the Spry Space Podcast. I am Lacey, and today Seth is here with me. Hello. Today, Seth and I are going to be talking about Facebook's Creator Studio. I have been doing quite a bit of work researching it, so you're going to kind of help walk me through talking about the research that I've been doing, okay? That, that sounds fantastic because, to be honest, I don't know a lot about Facebook Creator Studio, and okay. so I'm actually really excited to learn a little bit here. What actually got you started on this project? Okay, so I saw an ad from Facebook in my newsfeed that said that Facebook Creator Studio now has the ability to schedule Instagram posts. And that put one of those, you know, like cartoon <laughs> light bulbs that go like ding, 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 yeah. up in my subconscious. Because right now we've been using lots of third-party tools to schedule or kind of mock schedule Instagram posts. So some of the third-party tools that are used, be it Hootsuite, CoSchedule, for a long time, they pushed posts out, but they wouldn't actually auto post to Instagram. Okay. Okay. So you could schedule them, but all that that did was put a notification up on your phone that said, it's time to schedule your Instagram post. And you still had to like go to Instagram, put the content in, et cetera, which isn't ideal. No. Right. The idea of a new Instagram scheduling tool, especially one that's native, like owned by Facebook, which owns Instagram was very appealing to me. So I started to research it to see what kind of capabilities it had that maybe some of the third-party tools have been lacking. Okay. So what are some of the advantages of this? What are the benefits? Why are you so excited about this? Okay. So here's some of the things that Facebook Creator Studio can do. Let's say that you have quite a few Facebook profiles that you manage, and maybe you've got quite a few Instagram profiles that you manage. So Facebook Creator Studio is like a hub, like a dashboard for all of the Facebook and Instagram accounts that you manage. So instead of having to log into your Facebook account and then going to each individual page to see how things are doing, it's one dashboard that you can see your content across all your pages. So you can click the Facebook tab on it and you can see all the 25 pages that you manage. You can see all the content that's been published. You can see all the content that's a draft, all the content that's scheduled. So that's one thing. It's kind of a hub or a dashboard that you can use. Uh, so that's kind of neat. Isn't that, I mean, yeah, that's no, helpful. That's, that's fantastic. Super helpful. Yeah. Number two is that you can schedule Instagram posts. Okay. Yeah. So that's something that we did not have the ability to do on a native tool before it's all had to been third party. Right. So you can schedule Instagram posts. They will auto post. Another thing is some of the third party tools that you used for scheduling for Instagram, they would only schedule posts with one photo. Like let's say you wanted to post what they call a gallery, you know, multiple photos. Yeah. Couldn't do that before on a lot of the third party tools. It would only push out one photo. So Ah, exactly. So So that's a huge benefit. Oh, huge. 
huge. So on Creator Studio, you can schedule with multiple photos. You can schedule up to six months ahead of time. I don't know who would be scheduling content six months ahead of time. It seems like a bad idea. It does. But I guess they have to pick a date. So I mean, like, you know, Halloween is coming in July. So why not, you know, jump in on (laughs) What could be happening in the world in six months? Oh, it terrifies me. Okay, so that's another thing. A third thing that I found recently when I was using it is when you're using Instagram, mm-hmm. like the straight using the tool, you're posting from Instagram, you can like click a little option that says post this to Facebook too. Yes. And it will automatically post to Facebook, right? Yeah. But there hasn't been a way to do it the other way, right? Where yeah. You post to Facebook and you click a little button and it also posts it to Instagram. doesn't make sense to me why exactly they haven't gone back and forth that way, but it, it hasn't. Right. So with this function, what you're able to do is you can't just click and it auto posts, but there is an option that says cross post this to Instagram. And what it does is it loads up a tab that has all the content ready and you can make any changes you need to in it and then push schedule or publish there too. Oh, fantastic. So it's like a one-stop shop for all of your posting rather than having to jump between application to application to try and schedule all these things. Right. It streamlines it quite a bit, which I find very, very helpful. So that was the third thing. The fourth thing that you can do is at least on Facebook, not on Instagram yet, but on Facebook, you can actually schedule boosts ahead of time. Ah. Okay. That's a huge deal for me. It's one of the biggest selling points to me because a lot of time when I'm scheduling out content, it's pretty time specific, Mm -hmm. you know, like I'm scheduling something, like you said, for Halloween or for new year's or for Valentine's day. And so I'm scheduling it to come out on that day. Yeah. Then I go in, I put the boost in, but a boost to a post actually takes sometimes more than six, 12 hours to actually get approved. Yeah. Have you noticed that before? Yes, I have. I actually have done a couple of boosts on some of my ones that I manage privately. And it does. It takes time to get it approved. Facebook I've seen it has to approve to these things. I know some people think that boosting um, and even uh, like the, the advertisements and stuff, you just hit a button and it just happens. Mm-hmm. But these things actually have to be approved by Facebook. They want to make sure that you're not putting in harmful content, stuff like that. So these things actually have to be approved. And it, it does. It takes time. So what you can do with Facebook Creator Studio is let's say that you schedule out your week's content in Mm -hmm. Creator Studio. At the same time that you're scheduling it, you can also schedule the boost. And so the boost gets approved at the time that you create it so that when it publishes, it's already running. You know, the boost is already approved and running. So that's one of the biggest things too, that has made Facebook Creator Studio so interesting to me is those major functions. Okay. I'm going to actually spring a question on you since we're so deep into this discussion. So this is just now coming out. What are some of the drawbacks? Because I'm assuming there's a reason that you haven't been able to post on Instagram using a native application that allows you to schedule in advance. So why, why now, why, why haven't they allowed you to do this in the past? And are there any drawbacks that you can see to doing it this way that will take away from how you used to do it? Okay. So first of all, you can't use it for stories yet. So you can't schedule stories ahead of time. You can only schedule feed posts ahead of time. So that's one drawback still. Originally, they were forcing you to do it in the moment because when the platform was created, it's called Insta 
gram. Like <laughs> they wanted it to be in the moment content posted at the time that it's being done. Now it's been years since that's been the truth of mm-hmm. the Instagram platform. For I sure. mean, everybody's content is curated. Yeah. You know, it's a photo shoot. It's got, you know, your set filters <laughs> that make your content all look cohesive. Yeah. You know, it's planned ahead of time. It's scheduled ahead. So it's been a long time coming that Instagram has been needing to make a change like this just because of the way that people have actually used the platform. But that is why it had been kept that way for a while. Just the theory of the platform itself was instant. It was supposed to be in the moment content happening throughout your day. And now that's kind of changed to stories, right? Yes, for sure. Like Instagram stories now are a little bit more of that in the moment, more candid content. Yeah. So another piece that we've been thinking about a lot at Spry is that people have been talking a ton about how scheduling tools, maybe Facebook Creator Studio is going to be different than this. Maybe it's not. But any of the scheduling tools that people are using, they're seeing less reach and less engagement on their content than posts that they're putting right into and pushing publish now. Interesting. Yes. So there's a lot, a lot of chatter about that. So I think that's going to be another experiment that I'm going to try soon is posting straight to the channel from the normal way of posting versus you know, scheduling it ahead of time and seeing what kind of changes we see. Yeah. But that's one thing I think we need to be mindful of is if you've been posting your content just straight into Instagram, not using any scheduling tools, and then you start using creator studio, try to ask yourself and really look and analyze the numbers. Is it decreasing the organic reach of your posts? We're going to be researching that soon to find out a little bit more about it. Yeah. Stay tuned. That'll be a really good study. That's actually really interesting. Does Instagram actually give you a tool to where you can go in and see the posts before you switched over versus the posts after you can look at your timeline and see if you've actually dropped. The data that you get from Instagram natively is actually fairly limited. You can see the amount of engagements that you got on a post and you can see reach too. Okay. And especially I use some third-party analytics tools for Instagram just because the Instagram it's all on your phone, Yeah. the insights and everything. And for those of us who are doing this as a career, that's, that doesn't cut it. No, it just doesn't cut it at all. (laughs) And it doesn't give you like on Facebook's insights, Mm -hmm. you can go to a month or a quarter at a time and see your statistics. It caps you at like the last week on the major things like follower growth rate. And, you know, it it drives me nuts. It drives me totally crazy. So yeah, you've got to use a third party tool for that. Okay, We'll talk more about that. So so really people should keep an eye on it consistently consistently in the moment while posting. Don't, don't do this for like six months and then go back and look and be like, Oh my goodness, I lost so many followers or so many people didn't see it. They should actually, if you're, if you're thinking about switching over and doing your posts in advance, you should, you should think that you're going to be spending some time looking at your rates of engagement, everything, just to make sure that there isn't something amiss. You're not um, missing out on things that you would otherwise have. Correct. Okay. Okay. So last thing that I want to talk about this and is who would benefit from using this and maybe where you can find it too. So anybody who's managing multiple pages and, and especially if their focus is Facebook or Instagram, you know, if most of your content is doing best on Twitter or LinkedIn, this is obviously not going to be useful for you at all. But if most of what you're managing is Facebook or Instagram, then this can become a pretty central hub for you to plan on one drawback from it. In my opinion is, 
is that there's no like calendar functionality. Like you can't see, and I'm a very visual person. So I like to see what's scheduled on what day. And right now the way it works is it's just a linear format where it just shows the posts that are scheduled instead of actually showing this date you have this and this date you have this. So that's a little bit of a drawback. The way that you can find it is if you go to your page, like let's say you just go to whatever your business page is. Sometimes there will be a link up there that says creator studio. There is for me, I'm not sure if you hit a certain number of pages (laughs) that you're an admin on and it just assumes that's what you're going to want. But if you don't see it on your page, you can just search on Google, Facebook creator studio, click the link, click get started, and it'll pull up all the pages that you manage there. Oh, fantastic. Okay. Did you learn a lot? I did. I have another question now. Okay. What? How much does it cost? Nothing. Yay. That's my favorite. (laughs) That is a good point Um, too, is that the other scheduling tools that you use, there are are fees associated with them. So that's a benefit to this one. And one last question for you. Where would you draw the cutting point with how many channels you uh, manage versus whether or not you should use this or not. If you'd like manage one business channel, should you use it or should you wait till you have like five business channels that you're managing? Yeah. When I do consulting, so half the business that we do through Spry is just consulting where people will hire us to come train them basically and sit with them for a couple hours at a time, once a month and just train them. Even the clients that we have that have just one Facebook page, I'm training them on creator studio. And the reason that I'm doing that is not not because it's like that much more efficient. Most of it is because of being able to schedule the boosts, Ah. you know, because when I teach people and I try to get people in a process, I'm like, okay, let's set up your process. What day are you going to be working on this? When we have to throw in a curveball, like, okay, you've got this scheduled to post Monday, but on Monday, you've got to get in there and then you've got to boost it. It doesn't happen as often. (laughs) I would imagine because like you do this for a living, you know, I got to get in there and boost that. But someone who it's not their job to manage the social media, they're actually say a doctor that's just running their own channel. It's not on their mind that they're going to go back in on Monday and boost the post. And it just doesn't happen half the time. It's been posted. (laughs) And then they're like, we're not getting any interaction. I'm like, well, yeah, because 15 people saw it. (laughs) So that's one of the main reasons, Okay, you know, is I would say, even if you only have one page, it's going to be beneficial for you because, you know, it, it allows you to sit down, get your focused work time done on it. And then you will get a notification if someone asks you a question and then you will get in and comment on it. You don't have to just remember it yourself. So. Fantastic. Okay. 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 So we always like to end a Spryspace podcast with what, Seth? Where have you been working from? <laughs> okay. So yeah, at Spry, we're all remote digital <laughs> marketers. And so we work in really weird places. So I've been visiting my grandma. I mean, grandma's on hospice right now. She's just such a wonderful, wonderful soul. And I just been trying to spend as much time as possible with her. But like, I spent too much time there the other day and I was supposed to be (laughs) at my office to take a video chat call. But once I realized I wasn't going to make it in time, I just pulled over to the side of the road. (laughs) I turned on my hotspot. I got my laptop open and I'm like, fix my hair a little bit. Like, okay, let's try to at least look a little bit professional. (laughs) But it went great. You know, we got all the questions answered. We needed to. Close enough that all they see is your face. They don't see the traffic flying by. That's right. 
so great. So yeah, in the car there on the side of the freeway was a pretty good That's, that's video pretty chat. amazing. Okay. If they really liked this and they want to hear more, where they, where can they find us? Okay, so you can go to our website, which is thinkspry.com. There we've got all sorts of resources. We've got blog posts. We've got fun little quizzes to take. If you are on social media more, you can go to at thinkspry on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. You can look us up on LinkedIn, but we will just be so happy to connect with you. And we also have a Facebook group. We do have a Facebook group. It's called Spry Space. It's actually a fantastic place where you can go and ask questions about social media and we'll answer them. You can have us look over your content before you post it. We'll give you pointers. It's just a great little place to grow as a social media manager. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. We hope you got some good learning out of this. We're going to go keep learning. Yes. Writing some more papers, as Seth would call <laughs> it. We're going to go be uh, scientists of social media now. Yes, okay. We, we hope you will be too. Okay. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.